Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Crossing the Line. We're going to be looking at the story from business today, uh, incoming World War Three that we seem to be marching towards every day. We've got the Palestinian-Israeli conflict going on now that seems to be spilling over into other countries like Syria. We've got the Ukraine-Russia conflict, where now uh, Ukraine is bombing people in Africa. It's seems to be that the whole world has gone cuckoo and uh, no one seems to be calming it down usually the u.s would step in and uh say we need to you know let cooler heads prevail even canada would do these things but now they're too preoccupied with the war that is going on at home you got trudeau locking down his own people and silencing them not letting them get anywhere near the news uh stopping anyone from speaking out locking up people who disagree with him uh, you've got, unless you're a Nazi, then they'll let you um, give you a round of applause in Parliament in Canada. You've got Biden, who doesn't know what day it is, who probably shits his pants on a regular basis, he is too busy trying to put his rival in prison for things that uh, don't make any sense, honestly. And I see the next upcoming election in America turning into a civil war very, very quickly and very easily. I don't see any countries out there, anyone uh, from NATO to the U uh, to you know United Nations or anything like that um, coming out and telling everyone to calm down. It just seems to be escalating on a daily basis. So we'll get into the story here for business today and let me know what you guys think down in the comments below and let's get into it. Pre-hot war to brutal World War III, Ray Dalio explains how Israel, Hamas and Russia-Ukraine conflicts can spiral out of control. Ray Dalio, a billionaire investor and founder of the investment management company Bridgewater Associates, said that Israel, Hamas and Ukraine wars should raise a revulsion and fear in everyone. He said these are hot wars where will cost allies of these countries a lot and has a potential to spiral out of control and become an international war. These wars reveal the unimaginably terrible and revolting ways people can treat other people, he said. Not anyone, uh, not one anywhere can be sure that they won't find themselves in the middle of a war, he stated in a blog titled Another Step Towards International War, where he also cites to his book Principles of Dealing with the Changing World Order. Although Israel, Ukraine, Russia and Hamas are involved in hot wars, thankfully the major powers, China and the US, are not. But they might not. They might be at the brink of one, he said. Dalio added that it remains to be seen how far the war spreads and how great the powers will react. Uh, the great powers will react. Dalio said that he hopes the horrific and tragic images will encourage restraint. Assessing how things have played out in the past, Dalio said that it seems clear that the warring sides have crossed the lines from con uh, contained pre-hot war conflicts to uncontained hot wars that are expected to remain brutal to the end. Wars like these are more likely to spread than subside, he said, adding that they have potential to be a much more horrific hot world war. This world is changing in ways we have haven't happened in our lifetimes, but many times in history, he said, it listed big five forces that are always interact to drive the confluence of all major changes in the world. Debt, money or economic force, political conflicts due to inconceivable, uh, irreconcilable wealth and vague uh, value gaps, geopolitical conflicts, forcing of nature like droughts, flood and pandemics, and human interventionists or new technologies. It's completely... Uh, terrifying to see what the world and what the government did to everyone over the last few years with the uh the old uh cough and um it's terrifying to see that they just don't seem to be getting rid of any of their powers that they grabbed over the last few years we're seeing israel and palestine conflict escalate in a way that it hasn't 
in since the inception of Israel, I'd say the all-out war on information that is exploding across the internet on things like X and uh, Facebook and Instagram, things like that. We're seeing that uh, AI is playing a major role in these conflicts now and the major role in our news cycle. We're seeing images that we think are real that could be fake and things that we think are fake that are real. It's uh, hard to tell what is going on, what the truth is a lot of the time. And a lot of people who don't understand that, a lot of people who haven't uh, kind of followed along with technology, like the older generation that are a little bit behind, they seem to be the ones that get tricked into these things. And it's also shocking that they're the ones with the money. They seem to be uh, throwing that around to causes like uh, sending it to Ukraine and sending it to Israel or Palestinians in some cases. No one is out there saying that we need to calm down and need to uh, stop killing each other, except for, honestly, the only person I've seen saying stop killing each other, uh, like a big political name, is Donald Trump. I don't see anyone uh, on the left saying for Palestine to stop murdering Israelis. They're only screaming for Israelis to stop retaliating to Palestinians. We're seeing uh, Russia invading Ukraine and kicking Ukraine's ass at the moment, and no one seems to be trying to stop that. Uh, Ukraine just sits there asking for more money, and people keep sending it. And it's to the point where Ukraine is now bombing Wagner forces that are in Africa, places like Sudan. They're bombing other countries now with the things that we give them. I'm pretty sure it's the drones that the Australian government has given them anyway. No one has calmed down. No one is stopping anything. And there, there doesn't seem to be anyone who's in charge, unless it's like BlackRock or State Street or something like that, that uh, is dictating what's going on. There's no world leader at this time that anyone could turn to and uh, get some guidance or wisdom from. Even if it was Trump back then, it, uh, at least he had some sort of plan or he had some rhetoric to go by. Biden doesn't even know what's going on half the time. He too busy tripping over or shitting his pants or chasing after an ice cream truck or sniffing children to give a shit what's going on around the world and the only thing he really cares about is trying to jail his political rivals and keep his son out of jail for all the cocaine and uh hookers and uh the barisma issues that he's uh that's propped up over the last couple of years but it seems that the, one of the biggest factors is the uh, online misinformation and disinformation bills that are coming out, like Canada's just had one out, America's playing with that every day, they're getting rid of their free speech incrementally, Australia's got one that's on the books at the moment that's very scary, that if the government thinks that you're spreading misinformation, they can shut you down, and uh, it only works for other people, the government can be spreading all the misinformation they want, they don't get shut down. Canada, you can't see a news story on Facebook or any of the meta programs like Instagram. They do not allow it because of Trudeau's stupid totalitarian dictatorship rules and his communist state that he's trying to implement. No one's getting a voice out there because everything's getting censored. Anytime someone says, calm down, we need to think about these things, they get told to shut up and get on, pick a side. No one's um, thinking about what's going on. There's a lot of people cheering on Israel. There's a lot of people cheering on Palestine. Those people are in Australia and with Palestinian protesters are out there promoting uh, anti-Semitic views, the death of babies and infants, the death of civilians. They don't care. Even prominent uh, political figures are doing the same. You've got the Australian Greens Party uh, coming out and 
promoting Hamas, which is a terrorist organization. And then you've got pro-Israeli people come out and promote, promoting them genociding that entire Palestinian population. I mean, I believe Israel has every right to defend themselves, but I believe that the Palestinian people should be able to get some better help and get better, you know, a better life. But how many times can you try to help someone that every time you stick your hand out, they cut it off or they bite your hand? I know exactly what the Israeli people are, you know, thinking. I mean, every time there's a conflict, half of the world, if not more than half of the world, comes up and says that you don't deserve to exist and that those people are less than human. I mean, I wouldn't, if that was happening to me, I wouldn't have any favorable views on those people. And I would kind of just stick my middle finger up and tell you all the fuck off. Israel, it's been happening to them since the inception of Israel. And Jews, it's been happening to Jewish people for all of known history. I mean, whether they cause it themselves and bring it on themselves sometimes, I mean, that's obviously everyone, not just a... Um, guilt-free party and all of this, but civilians generally are off the table. If you're going around massacring civilians and especially women, children, uh, babies and infants, then I know whose side I'm on on that conflict. I mean, I know Israel is killing civilians and killing babies in the same way with just with greater weaponry. It's pretty easy just to say you know pick a side and say that this one's getting fucked over and this one's better but uh it's hard to stay out of it and try to be neutral when i think everyone just needs to stop killing each other is the first thing and so they can come to some sort of agreement but uh no one seems to be calming down we've got israel ukraine china is pushing in on taiwan every day there's a new story out saying china's invaded taiwan's airspace and they're pushing ever closer now it's making me honestly think of my prepping plans and breaking out all of my uh, rations and making sure that I've got plenty of ammunition and I've got plenty of fuel and uh, I've got myself covered for me, my own and my family and that we've got a plan. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know whether this is just all blown out of proportion by the mainstream media, whether this is... Um, the stepping stone to what is going to be World War Three, and even if it's not a doomsday event, but it is World War Three, the lives are going to change dramatically, and life is going to get very hard. It's hard enough now. I mean, we're paying two dollars something for petrol, and for, um, we went shopping the other day. It was over five hundred dollars for a grocery shop. We can't keep up like this. I'm paying um, a lot of money in mortgage, and that's just going up every day. We can't keep this up. I can't, there's only so many hours a week I can work. I can't be at work every single minute of every single day to be earning, especially when half of that's taken away from you by taxes to waste on things like voice referendums. Now, I suggest going out and finding some sort of plan, figuring out a sort of plan to implement if World War Three does break out whether it's uh, whether you have to bug out, whether you have to bunker down, whether you have to uh, start growing your own food, get your own chickens, make sure you've got a potable water source, making sure that you've got plenty of ammunition in the case of, uh, or even a firearm, if you do need it. If you uh, live in Australia, it's not that hard to go and get your firearms license. Go and get it. Make sure that you know how to use it safely. Go to the range. Make sure you do everything legally. Do not do anything illegal with them and um, make sure that you know how to use it. 
whether you need to hunt, learn how to hunt, things like that. It's very hard to find anywhere to hunt. I'm scratching my head, pulling my hair out, trying to find a place that'll let me go and shoot uh, deer or pigs or anything like that and let me hunt on their property is very hard. And uh, without winning gold lotto, I don't think I can go and afford to buy my own property anywhere. So things like that you need to think of. I'm going to try to get a podcast together with a friend of mine who does prepping and uh, has recently just started prepping down in Tasmania. He's just moved, get his family out of major city centers and it's qualified nurse. So he has some very good ideas and very smart um, things to implement and a different uh, a different way to look at things as well. If you um, don't have a plan, then you're fucked from the word get-go. I mean, we kind of had a plan when it came to COVID, but everything rolled in so slowly that it didn't seem like the catastrophe that it was until it was too late, which is very dangerous. And I believe it might just happen like that again, even with a World War Three. If China invades Taiwan, then we will not be getting any resources into or out of China. All shipping will stop. We don't even make our own fuel in this country anymore. So we'll be out of fuel within 12 hours. I'd say that service stations, if they know there's going to be a run on fuel, they'll be out of petrol and uh, diesel in 12 hours. Also along those lines, we saw what happened with toilet paper and food over COVID. That was insane. The only places that'll be able to get petrol will be the military, the government and trucking most likely. Anything to do with logistics for food and that, it's going to be a nightmare because no shopping center has enough food to last two days. They get a couple of trucks every single day, every single night. It does not last that long. If we have a big event in town or there's a flood or a cyclone coming, the shops are emptied pretty bloody quickly and it takes a very long time for them to get stock back. I've worked in supermarkets uh, in my earlier childhood and life and uh, it's... There's no it, asking, can you go check out back for an item? There is no out back. There is no um, stock out back generally. There may be a few pallets of loose things and stuff like that, maybe toilet paper because it's a big bulky item, but there's no stock out back. There is no, once those shelves are empty, they're empty the majority of the time. So maybe going around your local community, finding out other like-minded people, finding places where you can get food and water from, um, maybe even kitting out your car so it's got solar battery backup in your vehicle with a refrigerator, things like that, even a water bladder, like a lot of people in their four-wheel driving do. If you have a four-wheel drive, you're, um, you've you've got a good bug-out vehicle here in Australia because uh, you might not be able to stay where you are. We're looking at uh, nuclear weapons being used in the next conflict. Honestly, I don't see if World War Three would break out or... Uh, civil war in the u.s china would obviously use that civil war for whatever reason they want to and uh either take taiwan or take south china sea in force and uh, america won't be coming to help anyone or save anyone they will be too busy killing each other so get a plan together is what i'm saying get friends together get your family together figure out what you were going to do in the event that world war three breaks out and honestly there's might but not be much that we can do. There's a lot of uh, bend over and kiss your ass goodbye if nukes start flying in a lot of places. If you live in a major uh, major city center, by the time you think you need to leave, it might be too late. There might not be any fuel. You need to figure it out. You need to start thinking about these things now, especially if you have children, you have elderly people you need to take care of. It would be hard enough just to take care of yourself. I mean, think about how much 
work it is just to grow your own food, raise your own animals, just to feed one person. It is a nightmare to do that, and it is a nightmare to do it in a lot of parts of this country because it is so arid and dry, and we have massive risks like fire and floods. It's a danger, and I think now is a good time, last minute kind of thing, but it is a good time to start thinking about prepping, getting yourself some food put away just for a rainy day. I mean, we have that many natural disasters here in Australia, whether it's fire, floods, cyclones, you name it, pandemics. Uh it's a good idea to put some rations aside, go and buy some uh, long-life food products, anything like that, MREs. Make sure that you've got, you know, ability to generate power, charge your phone, things like that. In an emergency, it's never a bad idea. And come up with a plan of how to get you and your family to safety because don't just um, don't just think that you can stay where you are. I'm in a very remo- uh, remote part of Australia. Uh An hour's drive to a major town, it's not that big of a deal, but even here might not be safe. If you were too close to a major city centre like Sydney or something like that, where they could possibly drop a nuke um, or a military base even, there is issues there. Uh, So think about it because I don't see any of this getting any better. I don't know if I'm a bit blackpilled on it or what, but uh, it is a major danger and I've got a daughter on the way and now I've got to start thinking about things like that um, a little more. And I may have slacked off over the last few years with um, prepping and getting ready and uh, growing my own food and things like that, but um, half a dozen chickens and some veggie gardens and that go a long way at the end of the day and make sure that um, you're learning things more than anything. If you can't afford to buy food and long life prep, God knows. Uh, it's expensive and I can't afford to do any of that kind of thing. So learn. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is the key. And making a plan. It's just like a fire safety plan or a flood plan. If you live in an area where it's prone to fires or floods or cyclones, you have a plan in place or you should have a plan in place for those things. So get a plan in place for the next lockdown, the next massive disaster, the next rev- uh, revolution, the next civil war, the next World War Three the next biological attack because the way the world's going, we've been living through too many historical events in the last six years. I don't know about you, but um, even 20, 23 years since 2000, there's been a few bloody historical events. I don't know if this has always been the case, but uh, it just doesn't seem to be getting any better. It's um, escalating every single time. What do you guys think anyway? Let me know down in the comments below and I'll see you in the next episode. Don't forget to leave a like, share and subscribe to the channel. Comment down below and I'll see you guys in the next video.